Have you ever heard the term red-eyed and grinning? Did you say did you say red? Red-eyed and grinning. Are you red-eyed and grinning? What does that mean? I don't know. My mom and dad <laughs> used to say that all the time. I'm red-eyed and grinning. I wonder what that means. I don't know, girl. We should Google it. I'll need to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> so you just wanted to say it? You're yeah, I did. So awesome. I did. I just I'll be like you. I'll be like you. Well, hi, friends. Welcome to the A Wife Like Me podcast, where we grow together as wives to thrive outside and inside our marriages. My name is Amanda Davison, founder of A Wife Like Me, and I'm so glad that you are here. And joining me today, you know her, you love her. It is our amazing co-host, Shannon Guerin. Shannon how is everyone? How are you, Amanda? I'm doing well. I'm wishing that when we record these that we could just know where people are at. I hope that when you hear this that you touch base uh, with us. Like, I want to know. We want to yes. know you. Where we are you? you? Where are you in yeah. this world? Who are you? Yes. What is your story? What is in, what is happening in your life? I just want to, like, reach in and get a snapshot, you know? So I'm doing, I'm doing well. Awesome. I'm drinking some tea. I'm drinking some... Sweet and spicy, good earth. I, I just love it. Do you drink tea at all? I drink sleepy time tea at night. That's not actually, actually very good. <gasps> it is. <laughs> actually, I found a really good kind. I wonder. Actually, really good. Wonder, yeah. Sometimes, okay, yeah. so I've only tried one sleepy time and I'm like, meh. I kind of have to like choke it down. Um, this one is mm. delicious. I love their sweet and spicy tea, good earth. So <laughs> today though... Okay, we're talking today about such a needed, needed mm -hmm. topic. And we're going to actually, yes. Yes, yes, next yes. season, have more of these conversations in, in more like with more specifics. But today we're going to talk about mm -hmm. how to love your in-laws and mean it. Dude, yeah. sometimes it's hard. What's funny, it it, it's hard. not funny, but some people have like, amazing relationships with their in-laws like everything is good in the yeah. hood no problems like mm -hmm. what is wrong with you that you do have problems with you or that it's hard with your in-laws I don't get it if that is you listening you rock and we love you and we just want to give you a yeah. big squeeze and then we want to sit down and be like okay just listen because it's not always that amazing yeah because it, it can be hard no. and I love Karen's post. We're going to talk about one of our amazing contributors, Karen Friday, wrote this post, and we're going to link it in the show notes. She she wrote a post, "How to Love Your In Laws and Mean It," and and she starts it out with something that's just very common. She gives this scenario, which I think we most of us can relate to, where her and her husband were making a decision, and her in laws were not okay with, or they're not ha they weren't happy about it. So they were moving. They were taking a job, moving away. They, they were displeased by this choice that they were making. And so it caused some tension, you know, with them. They weren't happy. They mm -hmm. disagreed with how they were making a decision with, you know, moving their kids away and things like that. But they felt led to do that as a family. And so she's sort of like telling us, so what's a wife to do? Like, what are we to do? Because these scuffles will likely never be, be completely eliminated from popping up. And this is really mm -hmm. with all relationships, in-laws, husbands, kids, friends, you name it, whoever. It'd be just, it'd just be so much easier if we could like control other people and just how they behave and how they respond and how they <laughs> love us yeah. and all the things that it's not possible. So it's, it's such a good way that she lays it out. And I just related with it so much. I don't know if you did, Shannon, did you? 
I, I, my in-laws are actually amazing. Mine are two PS. You know, they're amazing. Yes. Like they would never, even when we were, you know, we've been married for 27, 28 years. And so when we were young, when we were newly married, they didn't, they didn't interfere. My in-laws never questioned um, our decisions. And so we've been kind of been blessed mm-hmm. by that. That's a, that's a big, um, it's huge. It's you huge. know, yeah, my, I, like I said, I have an amazing relationship with my in-laws and I've never really had problems, but I do remember early on, I felt very threatened, I guess. I don't know if thre- threatened seems like a really harsh word, but I felt, I just felt threatened as a new wife, like that I, maybe I wasn't good enough for their in-laws or that maybe I didn't, I wanted to make sure that my husband came to me instead of his mom or his dad first, you know, it's just kind of, and that's kind of immature, but I remember having those feelings as mm, a new wife, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's really, it's, it's really interesting. And I think what you said is key, you know, some of us experience um, relationship with our in-laws where the in-laws, you know, here's the deal. And two, I'll just preface all relationships by saying this. I say this so frequently to people because I need to hear it. I need reminders and we need to hear this. We cannot have healthy relationships. No, I said healthy relationships with unhealthy people. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yes. That's so true. Now we want healthy. That This is the hard part. We want healthy relationships with people. We want health. We want a healthy relationship with our in-laws. We want a healthy relationship with our neighbors. We want a healthy relationship with our husband and our friends and our cousin and our whatever, whoever. But if they're not healthy, they can't engage in a healthy relationship with you. So I, I want to yeah. preface all this by saying, you know, some of us just have to kind of take a time out and be like, well, am I unhealthy? Am I immature? Mm-hmm. Am I manipulative? Yeah. Yeah. Am I guilting? Am I withholding? Am I making it difficult in this relationship? Some of us might be like, yes, I am. I am being a complete baby and I need to stop. You know, some of us might be like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't think I am. Maybe I need to pray on it more um, and ask the Lord to, you know, convict my heart and show me if I am. But some of us be like, I don't know. I don't really think I am. And we detect and we have discernment that, our in-laws are maybe showing those kind of symptoms of just wherever they are, they're not able to maybe be healthy. And so Karen writes, you know, her, her in-laws kind of impose their views, their thoughts, what they should be, what they thought they should be doing or shouldn't be doing. Whereas you like, we've never had to deal with that. Now that's, that's ideal. That's Mm -hmm. very ideal. And that's just not the case for everyone. Um, And so then how do you manage that? And now, P.S. too, I'm a farmer's wife. And so this is, I didn't grow up farming, but coming into a farm family, I think it multiplies the dynamic potential for the relationship to be challenging or, or maybe just face more issues because it's a, it's all, it's very intertwined. So everything is sort of like mingled with everything. You know, you're, you're working together, your business is together. The, the issues are the same. Um, you got to talk about it, but you know, so-and-so handles it differently. So it's difficult and whatever. Anyway. Um, and there are with farm families, generational expectations on how you'll raise your family, where you'll live, how you'll cook. You know, if you bring food out to the men, if you don't, how often you do that, what it is that you, I'm not even joking, like seriously, Shannon, it's interesting. So I've had to learn how to navigate like 
where we are. And um, what I love what Karen does, and I love what we're going to dive into, and again, we're going to address more in another season, is what we can do. And Karen shows, uh, shares six tips she's learned, and I, I love these. And we can add to these too if you think of any others, Shannon, today, but that she's learned along the way and how to build a relationship of respect and love. Because regardless of how healthy or unhealthy you feel like your relationship might be with your in-laws, we can always respect and always love them for who they are and honor them no matter Mm -hmm. what. Um, Now we might not be able to enjoy the, the, uh, the relationship we so desire to have with them, but we absolutely, when it comes down to it, we can choose to respect, love and honor them always. Um, And so, but these are things that she's learned to really help her build more of a relationship with her in-laws So you want to start with some? Yeah. So, okay. The first one is one that we should do all the time for everything. And it seems like a simple, simple, easy thing to do, but praying for our relationship with our in-laws is huge. That all not only strengthens our relationship with our in-laws, but it strengthens our relationship with our husbands, you know, and prayer is vital and prayer. Yes. No matter what it works, it may not fix the situation, but it fixes yes. our heart, you know, and it, it's just, what would we do know, without and prayer? And here's the thing, for, I'm not, I'm not even going to lie, for a long time, I'm like, I, this never even crossed my mind to pray for my in-laws and my relationship with them, you know, it really didn't. Yeah. Uh, but it's so important. Mm-hmm. And Karen says prayer, prayers for a it strong is. family. Um, it goes beyond bloodline. Like it's just, it's strength in prayer. Yeah. And and it, it bonds souls and mm-hmm. in ways that we can't yeah. make happen. And our hearts need to soften and their hearts need to soften maybe. And, and we just need that spiritual strength to go into relationship with pure heart and not, not selfish yeah. motive. And so that's a huge yeah. thing. What else can we do? She also talks about asking the Lord to give you a deep and loyal love for them, modeling your mindset after Ruth. And Ruth is such a great um, example of this in the Bible um, of how when her husband died, uh, she felt a loyalty to Mm -hmm. her mother-in-law. And I love, I love the fact that she wanted to be with her mother-in-law. But just, you know, asking God to, to, to strengthen and give you a deep love for your in-laws. It's just um, so important. I think that some of us listening might be like, I don't, even want to have that after what yes. our relationship has been through and or whatever the case is and and we so get that mm-hmm. this isn't oh you know when we when we look at Ruth this is again a heart posture of respect and um yeah. honestly we probably don't we, we you might be listening you might have good reason to not want to to show loyalty or to be loyal and and yet it is, it is, um, it honors the Lord again, removing, removing all factors, removing all situations that have happened at the end of the day, mm-hmm. your father-in-law, your mother-in-law are children of God and, and he yeah. adores them and died for them yeah. to set them free. Mm-hmm. And they may not even know that that's, that's mm-hmm. not the point is that he's asking you to model his love to his people. And you can't do that out of your own power because you don't want to do it. And we get that. It's not out of his strength that you can do that. 
or it's not out of your own and not in your own strength. Yeah. And to tag onto that, this, this has nothing to do with, I mean, everything that you said about, you know, they are children of God too. He loves them just like he loves Mm -hmm. us. Aside from that, it has nothing to do with them and has everything to do with your husband. It has everything to do. These people created your husband. They, they, no matter what they did or what they've done, um, you know, they has everything to do with the fact that they're your husband's parents and family, sisters and brothers and Yep. And just ask the Lord, like, I don't have this heart for them. Maybe, maybe that's you. Like, I don't have a heart for them like this. Mm -hmm. Um, And just asking God to give you that heart. That's a great prayer. Like, Lord, just give me a heart to want to love them. Well, I do. Maybe you don't want to just asking him, is this a great place to start? Yeah. She also talks about, um, she says, don't blame your husband's issues on them. His upbringing isn't always the reason mm. for his faults. You know, I think it's easy to, you know, when we see our husband's faults, to automatically look at his mom or his dad and be like, mm. you know, this is all on mm-hmm. you. You know, it's so, it's so, it's so fleshly and it's so easy. Yes, to it that. is. But we have, we have to not Yeah, I that. mean, he's a big boy and you're a big girl. Yep. And regardless mm-hmm. of how he was brought up. Um, he has a choice and you have a choice in how you now operate and live and love. And so yeah. um, you yeah. can have a healthy, mature conversation with your husband about things that maybe you aren't thrilled about or, or happy about. But whenever you bring in his parents uh, or, you know, same goes for him too, him bringing in his, your parents, it's never going to um, help <laughs> unless it's no, a positive it's not. Thing, you know, unless it's positive, it's not, it's, it's, there's no way that's going to be helpful at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a great tip. Yeah. She also talks about have family meetings, which is hard because, you know, we like to sweep things under the rug sometimes. Yep. Um, and you know, I, I also want to say, I, I, I think that having family meetings is, is a great idea. I think that it's important if, if it can happen. But a lot of times it's out of our control. And I think that if we can't have those family meetings that we at least have to communicate mm-hmm. with our husband, we have to talk to him about the issues that we have, you know, with our in-laws or how, whatever, the, whatever we're going through with our in-laws, I think it's so important to, to have family meetings, even if those family meetings are just with you mm-hmm. and yourself. You know, it's, it's a tricky one. This is a great tip if, like, she, if it's possible, like you said. Having family yeah. meetings, again, yeah. if, here's, again, the caveat. I always go back to, if the individuals are healthy, then a family meeting can be helpful. And, and, fam- mm-hmm. when, I, yeah. and when she says yeah, yeah, family yeah. meetings, she doesn't mean, like, sitting around a boardroom. She means, like, can we, um, we're going to get a sitter or maybe the kids are out of the house where, you know, in your home and, you know, we just, would it be okay to get together and just visit about what happened, um, on, yeah. over Christmas? Um, yeah. that's a family and just, yeah. and just being mature adults about it, pray together when it starts. Maybe they're not used to that. Maybe you're not used to it. Try it. Um, just remain loving, yeah. remain respectful. The goal is to build relationship and grow stronger as a family unit. Mm-hmm. 
And um, if that yeah. can stay the goal, and if people are health healthy, then that, then it has a good chance of being well received and heard, and you can receive things and you know back and forth. That that would be ideal. Um, if again, maybe history has shown that that does not go well, that's not possible. Um, then again, go back to being to asking God to give you a heart for them. Pray for pray over the situation. Don't blame. But um, a family meeting might not be possible, and you might discern that. You know, Matthew speaks about that um, in, I believe it's Matthew 10, where he says, you know, if you go into the home and it is undeserving, um, I'm not quoting, I'm just going off of my memory here, when the home is undeserving, um, leave that town and shake the dust off. So he's not saying literally, see ya, I'm out. He's saying, okay, I tried that. We did try that as a family to, you know, sit down and discuss things. Um, you know, it didn't go well. Things were, you know, it, it blew up or whatever happened. Now, now we know that that might not be the best avenue or route to take with this in regards to this. It might be that the relationship, you know, it, it might not be able to be healed in certain ways, or you might need to bring in, we've, we've brought in, in my own family, a family mediator, and it took five and a half mm, hours. And it was, so hard and so yeah. needed and so good. Yeah. But we could have never yeah. done that on our own. And we needed that person to come in and moderate. So just, just keep in mind, like discern and pray with your husband about what might mm -hmm. be necessary um, to move forward. And, and it might be that your husband's not okay with that either. Maybe it makes him uncomfortable. Um, just just be praying over that and and just open and asking God to continue to change your heart in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. She also talks about walking in forgiveness and how, you know, broken in-law relationships may damage your marriage and then the mm. kids suffer. Mm -hmm. you know? um, and that's, you know, it's hard. It's hard to when somebody's hurt you or hurt your spouse or whatever, what's ever causing the bitterness or the unforgiveness in your heart. It's, it's hard to walk in forgiveness. I mean, it's hard with any yeah. relationship, you know? Um, yeah. So we have, we have to walk in forgiveness, even though it's hard. Yes. And it is, I, I love being honest with how you're feeling. I love being, again, I love verbalizing how I'm feeling. I love communication and I love being, I love the idea I just want people to be healthy. I want people, I want you to sit mm -hmm. down and hear how I'm feeling and to receive it well. And I want to have a conversation, an adult mature conversation with you so that we can move forward and we're done with it. Like how hard is that, right? That's like my mind. That's my heart. But that's not the case with everyone. And so if that's the case, then walking in forgiveness, that's our call. It's a challenge mm -hmm. because even though yeah. I'm unable to hear from so-and-so, that they are sorry, even though I am unable and I may never hear from them or that they may never own whatever it is. They may never apologize. They may never want to hear me say this. They may never want to sit down with us. They may never, whatever, even though my call is to wash them in the grace that they don't deserve because Jesus mm -hmm. Christ has washed me in the grace that I do not yes. deserve. And man, oh man, yeah. oh man, please hear that that is not easy. And it, does, it, it is not what we want to do, but we are called to do it because of what he's done for us already. And so 
it's just that yeah. constant awareness. Lord, you have died for me. I am such a mess. Oh, my stars, Lord, help me to just walk in this. And um, it's, it's just, it's not an easy thing, but it is so freeing and, um, yeah. oh, it's, it's so freeing. Oh, it's yeah. very freeing. Yeah. And, and what you said about, we've been washed mm-hmm. in grace, like we're not perfect. We, Christ has forgiven us. And even though it's hard, we have to forgive. <laughs> we just do. I mean, it's like, it's like, it's not, it's a no option. Like it's, there's no negotiation. Like we have to forgive and yeah. it's hard. Um, she also talks about how we must remember that this is our husband's flesh and blood. And when we love our in-laws well, we are loving yes. our husbands well. And you know, Amanda, I, this is a bold statement. I just feel like when we, when we, when we as wives have ought against our in-laws and I think we can, if we're not careful, we can be very selfish because they raised mm-hmm. our husbands, like they ca- they created our husbands. Whether I'm not, and I'm not talking about like like Bert, like they, like even if they're ado- been adopted, like they are his yeah. parents and or his siblings or you know aunts, uncles. You know, I think this extends way yeah. past mother and father. But we have got to make sure that we're not yeah. selfish. Um, and when we love our in laws, no matter what, yeah. we love our husbands yes. well. I mean, yep. It, we just yep, do. and I've been in that situation myself where I have been, you know, sort of pitted my husband against his parents. You know, like I'm frustrated with them about this particular thing. He's fine. Like it bothers me. I don't like it because, you know, I'm more colorful and verbal, and and I grew up very independent. Like you don't need to tell me what to do. My parents didn't tell me what to do. And now he, he just grew mm-hmm. very different. They're very involved, very loving, yeah. very available yeah. and helpful. And they are just involved in a way that I'm not, yeah. I had not been used to. Now I'm, now I like love it, you know, but it took me a while to get used to that. And I didn't yeah. like it. And I thought, don't you tell me what to do. Yeah. You know, don't you tell us what to do. We are fine, you know, and and mm-hmm. it works through that, but it is so true. And I remember I, you know, someone t- t- in some way um, shared that with me, that, that when I love them, when I love his parents, I'm loving my husband. And it, mm-hmm. it, it just seeped into my soul that I'm, I'm, I'm really not loving my husband well when I'm so nitpicky and difficult, really, when I'm difficult yeah. in this yeah. relationship. And, and it is, I've had to grow a lot and still I'm growing in that but it's a lot of laying down of ourself, like you say, and, and learning, man, I'm really fighting for my way here. I'm really being, you know, childish in this. And I don't like that about myself. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like that. I need to, I'm not loving my yeah. husband well right now through in this. Yeah. And um, the Lord will help us work that out. Yeah. And, you know, there's so many, I mean, good, good grief. I'm sure that we're going to have listeners that they're just some twisted yes. families out yes. there. and. And, and, and it's hard. And, um, like the only way to get through it is like you said, through mediation or family meetings or whatever. Um, and so just know that we, you know, nobody has a perfect relationship with their in-laws, even though I have a great relationship with my in-laws now, it's not perfect. I still get annoyed and I'm sure they still get annoyed sometimes. It's just remembering that they are your husband's family. And we, we need to love yep. them well. And it's hard. It's sometimes very hard. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, Shannon, yeah. what is our takeaway for today? I think the takeaway is just what we just talked about. Loving your in-laws well is loving your husband's well, loving your husband well. And then, you know, the scripture we talked about in Ruth, Ruth 1 verse 16, where you go, I will go. And where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God, mm. my God. That's such a powerful scripture. And it's really this. unity. Like I hear that in, it's yeah. just, um, it's a beautiful picture of unity and it's possible, but it man, really we've got to get ourselves out yeah. of the way and, and humble ourselves a lot of the yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's huge. Getting ourselves yeah. out of the way. Yeah. Well, today we are going to be giving a shout out to probiotics friends friends yeah oh amanda i don't take probiotics you need to tell me well here's the deal i you know friends um again no one's no one's paying (laughs) us to say anything these are things that we just use that are like ooh, that's like our secret little thing that we love Mm -hmm. okay probiotics are so important i yeah they're just they're like good I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not like a doctor y'all I like to talk about feelings but they're like good for your tummy and your gut and they they're they're the good bacteria that our guts need so like we all take a probiotic my kids but you know what I all I really do know is that they need to be refrigerated like a good probiotic needs to be refrigerated needs to stay refrigerated because it's live active cultures and so if you buy one like you know at Walmart over the counter it's I mean I'm like in a packet or something in a box it's like you're kind of wasting your money are they pills well like my kids it's like powder um mine are um well the ones that i take i'm sure there are other forms but so mine ours are refrigerated and then our our kids um yeah take a powder and then mine is a powder Mm. in a capsule form yeah just take that take that sucker down you know well, I know what I'm going to go get. At get the it store. real good for your gut. Oh, I need I need something for my gut. But we won't talk about that because that's my. <laughs> I don't know. We could talk about our gut. Maybe we should spend a whole episode on gut health that we know that from Shannon and Amanda's personal experience. Yes. P.S. Because you're calling out probiotics and we're talking about mm-hmm. gut health, it might be a time mm-hmm. to break out the Amanda Davison on the oh, stars oh <laughs> i think it might be okay y'all i really feel like that um that's something that every <laughs> follower of a wife like me okay i was on be. the doctor just, i was just on saying the show, but i didn't know what you were gonna I, i'm like what are we gonna talk about shannon i'm like i have no i had no idea yeah i was on the dr oz show so there's that so it's like my mm-hmm. one you Boom. know practically i mean it was like a 10 it was like a minute segment and no one wanted to talk about being gassy and bloated so i did (laughs) and it was worth it you took i totally did and i would do it again in a heartbeat Mm -hmm. and it's it's straight up hilarious it is hilarious yeah it was it was definitely the the joy and the spark of joy in my day it's, it. it's beyond comical, really. Honestly, mm-hmm. it is fun. Mm-hmm. So thanks for that. Okay, you guys, let's move on. We have so many great resources for you over at awifelikeme.com where you can check out our blog posts, free downloads, and our book, Dear Wife, 10-Minute Invitations to Practice Connection with Your Husband. And if you want to actively play a part in impacting marriages, families, and generations through our mission at A Wife Like Me, 
simply visit a wifelikeme.com backslash support. Thank you so much for listening. Our time is up, but we are so glad that you have been with us. You've been listening to the A Wife Like Me podcast. I'm Amanda Davison. And I'm Shannon Guerin. And if you found this helpful or encouraging, please subscribe so you get every episode. We would love it if you would leave a rating and review. And sharing is caring for the people in your lives. So send this over to a friend you think might enjoy it today. We'll see you next week.